Hi there. I'm Dr. Sabrina Black and welcome to Mental Health Monday. I'm so glad you decided to check in. Today's topic is perfectionism. So this information will be helpful if you are the perfectionist, if you work for a perfectionist, or if you happen to live with one and you're sheltered in right now. Let me tell you that perfectionists are amazing people if they keep themselves in check. When you look at life and projects on a continuum, even relationships, you have people who are standard or average, some are substandard, and some are above standard. Perfectionists would be off the chart. Almost everything they do is above and beyond. It can seem almost hard to measure up. But let me tell you, the average person, meaning most people, really do live above average standards. So if this is standard, Think about that, this is standard. Most people live a little bit above standard. There are definitely some people who live below standard. But if this is standard, perfectionists are here. So imagine how hard that is for people to measure up to. Let me say right away, perfectionism is not, it is not a mental disorder. I know you may feel like it's something wrong with them, but perfectionism is not a mental disorder. However, it can lead to obsessive compulsive behavior. It can lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety. It can lead to stress and it can lead to low self-esteem. And it can also cause major problems in relationships. And that's what most people are concerned about when they think about perfectionism. Perfectionism should not be confused with striving for excellence because excellence is what God requires of us to live excellent in everything that we do. It really is more the response or the extreme response that people have when levels of excellence are not achieved in every area of their life, uh, by every person they encounter, by places or systems. Perfectionism is really driven by an internal pressure to avoid failure or harsh judgment. Sometimes people feel like uh, perfectionism is a character flaw because they have these high, high standards that nobody can meet that's accompanied with critical assessments of things. So when we're looking at perfectionism, it seems to manifest itself in three different ways. One is self-imposed pressure, two is other imposed pressure, and three is the pressure that we put on other people. And so you have three different types of perfectionism working all at once. It's what I'm doing to myself, it's what I'm doing to you or the people around me, or it's what I feel like other people are doing to me. So perfectionist, to desire to achieve is healthy. So everybody should set goals. Setting goals is great, but this, the irrational desire to always be perfect is what causes the problem. And I know if you're a perfectionist, you're thinking, well, what's wrong with that? I'm going to tell you what's wrong with it. It's unrealistic, one, and it's unfair to you and to people around you. Think about what the scripture tells us in Philippians 1, 6. It says, being confident of this very thing, he who began a good work in you, he meaning God, will carry it out into completion in the day of Christ Jesus. You know, different versions uh, say different things in terms of terminology. One actually says that when the work is finally finished on the day when Christ returns. And so until Jesus get back, you're going to always be a work in progress. And so when people say, girl, look, man, look, I'm a work in progress, they're not making an excuse for their humanity. They're allowing room for their humanity because we are pursuing it. We are working on it until Jesus gets back. The more time we spend with the Lord, the more we become like him and the more excellent we become. But we never become perfect until the day he arrives. And so all of us should be working on being better. 
but we give and allow grace when it's not achieved. You know, I have um, a ladies' discipleship group called the Kingdom Women. I love the Kingdom Women. And we do different books every quarter when we meet. And so we had three different books we were reading for the first quarter. And two of those books were titled The Pursuit of Holiness and The Practice of Godliness. Because we are endeavoring to be the best we can in Christ, but we are allowing room for humanity. So I'm not saying don't live without standards or levels of expectations, but I am saying don't be harsh when they're not achieved. So let me tell you, you may be a perfectionist if you are obsessed with rules, with lists, with guidelines, and you get angry or become apathetic when people don't comply. You know, you say things like, well, fine then, forget it. If you don't care about it, I don't care about it either. So you don't want to be apathetic when people don't meet your standards, but you always have guidelines for the way things ought to be done. If you live with a perfectionist or work for one, you know there is a way. There's a way things need to be done. How to fold a towels, how to mop the floor, how to make the bed, how to be a friend, how to be the child, how to be a spouse, how to be in relationship. There is a way. And for the perfectionist, there is a right way and sometimes an only way or simply the best way, which is their way, which makes it hard for other people. Perfectionists tend to redo what you've already done. And so you may have completed a task and a perfectionist will look at it as opposed to saying simply thank you or I'm glad you got that done. They will go back and redo what you've done, which makes it hard to live with them. And sometimes it makes you not even want to do anything. You just say, fine, I won't bother because they're going to fix it anyway, which is not the right response. I got to tell you that, uh, that uh, perfectionists also tend to procrastinate. And the reason they procrastinate is because they don't want to risk getting things wrong. They don't want to risk not being able to complete a task. And so sometimes they delay getting things done while they're trying to figure out how to get it done just so. Perfectionists also struggle to relax. And so even though everybody's home, sheltering in place, and you're thinking, oh, wow, we got this great downtime. I tell you, perfectionists are not relaxed and they struggle to relax and to share their thoughts because they're rethinking how to say what it is they want to say so that it sounds just right, so that people don't take things out of context. They don't want to have to take their words back and they certainly don't want to be wrong. So when you're dealing with a perfectionist, they can seem like they're controlling in your personal and professional relationships. And a lot of times perfectionists are not so much controlling, but they would just rather do things themselves than have somebody else mess it up. Because of course, in their mind, they can do it better than most people, which is unfortunate because they end up carrying far too much weight and more than they have to because they simply will not delegate or relinquish responsibilities to other people. So if you're the perfectionist and you're listening to this, just let some stuff go. Let somebody else help you. <laughs> let somebody else handle some things. So how can you avoid being a perfectionist? And if you're the perfectionist, I know you're thinking you may not want to avoid it. But limiting some of your tendencies, I tell you, will be a blessing for you and the people you're in relationship with. So here's some quick things to lessen being a perfectionist. One, set some realistic goals. Remember, people don't function at your level. Average standard, a little above average, and you're way up here. So don't expect people to come here. 
Don't even expect them to be here. If they meet above average, applaud what they have done. But people will not meet your level of expectation. So set some realistic goals and some attainable goals. The second thing, break things into small steps. Because when you give an assignment, it can seem like just larger than life. Don't expect people to accomplish as much as you do. Other people set limits. They go to bed at night. They stop and play. Whereas you will keep going and keep going until the job is done. Other people are not going to work that hard. So break overwhelming tasks into small steps and give people a step at a time so they can get something accomplished. The third thing is acknowledge that everybody makes mistakes, including you. You are not perfect. Remember, perfect in the day of Christ Jesus. When the Lord returns, you'll be made perfect. But in the meantime, you too are a work in progress. And so everybody's going to make a mistake. So don't beat people up about the mistakes they make. Again, this is simple ways to lessen perfectionism. Set realistic goals, attainable goals, break things into small steps, acknowledge that everybody makes mistakes, including you, then recognize that mistakes are an opportunity to learn. You grow from the mistakes that you make. You know, when you make a mistake, you figure out how to do it better the next time and you keep improving. You don't beat yourself up and shut down and don't do anything else. So the other thing you can do is confront your fear of perceived failure because you didn't get things 100%. You got to know if average is here and most people are here and you are way up here, by your standard of you show up here, you fail. By other people's standards, like, wow, that is off the hook. You are incredible. So if you feel that perfectionism is interfering with your life, we may need to talk. Because the unrealistic goals sometimes that you set can often lead to depression and they can lead to low self-esteem because you feel like it's not enough. Perfectionists tend to consider making the, uh, mistakes as a personal defect, and they tend to deal with anxiety because of potential failure, so don't beat yourself up. Remember, perfectionists are really never satisfied no matter how much they achieve, and so you will probably have a list of 20 things to do and get 18 done, and you'll be feeling like, man, I didn't get to those other two things. Well, other people won't even put 18 things on their list. They'll have 10 things on their list and get 11 done and be like, yay. And you'll be thinking, mm, I got so much more. But remember, people are different, different levels of expectation. So don't measure people by your standards. Measure them by God's standards. Did they give their best? Did they do all they could? Did they work with excellence at their level? So if you're the perfectionist, you may want to rethink what it means to be average. Because sometimes when we hear the word average or standard, we hear it as mediocre or negative. And although it's not, it's just simply supposed to mean in the middle with most people. And most people are average for most of their lives. And that's not a bad thing. You got to challenge your all or nothing thinking because when you're a perfectionist, it's black and white. It's not good, it's or bad, it's perfect or it's a mess, you completely finished it or you didn't bother achieving anything. And so you have these extreme views. You gotta remember, life is not based on extremes. When you base your life on extremes like that, it undermines your self-worth. You are not the things you accomplish. You are who God says you are. And so you need to understand who you are in Christ, not what you do in Christ. Yes, we want to work with excellence. Yes, we want to pursue. Yes, we want to practice, pursue holiness, practice godliness. We want to excel at what we do. And excelling and striving for excellence is good. But perfectionists being way over the top, 
causes strain in your relationships and strain for you too because you don't measure up to your own expectations sometimes. You know, there are some pros though to being a perfectionist. So it's not all bad. Remember, they're amazing people. Pros and cons, everything is not bad. So let me share eight things that perfectionists can do to improve the quality of their lives. You guys know I like eight. So let me give you a few quick tips uh, in terms of those eight things and some tips for people who love them, live with them, and work with them. So I hope this is going to help you in days to come if you are a perfectionist or if you are living with one or working with one.